Equan Cut the Music, we are back, episode seven. We got our first annual draft special, Usual Crew. We have uh, hot takes joining us, four non-hot take segments. Maybe he'll throw some in here and there. But this will be strictly That's NFL definitely. draft. We got that coming up in about, I want to say it's a week from today, actually. So Seven days. Yep. Seven days away, recording this on the 22nd. Hopefully no pre-draft trades happen because Lord knows those have been flying these uh, past few weeks. But yeah, let's get into it. So one and two, we already know what's going to happen there. Uh, should be no surprises. Let's start this conversation with three. San Francisco, trade it up. Who's it going to be? Uh, Kylie, start with you. Uh, when they first traded up, everyone was talking about them taking Mac Jones for sure. Um, I think that talk has kind of slowed down a little bit, but he's definitely still there. I think they're I don't know. I think they're between Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance had a really good pro day. Um, he's got great build. He can do. He can run and pass. Um, I still think they probably go Mac Jones, but um, I, I, I mean, I don't know. If I was them, I would take Justin Fields, but uh, it sounds like they're going to take Mac Jones. So, all right, Schultz, yeah. over to you. What do you think? I, I'm kind of with Kylie on this one. I think Mac Jones is going to be the pick that they end up calling on uh, the 29th, but I do think they're probably going to be making a mistake with that. I think just looking at uh, the way that Shanahan runs that offense, I think a more mobile quarterback probably would have been a better call than what they're probably going to end up with with Mac Jones. But that being said, uh, Mac Jones has shown that he can – put up great numbers with a great offense and there's definitely enough weapons around San Francisco where Mac Jones should be able to do that. So I think Mac Jones, like you kind of know what he's getting. He was going up against potential NFL talent uh, for the entire season in the SEC. So I think he's probably the most battle tested quarterback out of this group, just in terms of talent he's faced. Therefore he has a lot of film on him against going up against those top talents. So I think it makes sense to take Mac Jones here. Uh, I'm a bandwagon Bama fan, so I'm fine with it. I like Mac Jones, so we'll see. I think Mac Jones is the place, or Mac, this is the place Mac Jones goes, though. Uh, um, you got anything to add there? Oh, yeah. I mean, Justin Fields is the pick right here. Um, you can lock it in. Um, okay. In huh? my opinion, you're not, trading, uh, you're not trading away all those picks to move up for Mac Jones, which you could have gotten by moving up to, like, nine or eight, I think, in my opinion. Um, I think... Cut out the Bears. <laughs> I think Schultz <laughs> is right that a more mobile quarterback in this system could take San Francisco back to the Super Bowl, basically. I think Justin Fields is that special. Um, I, that's just, in my opinion. Uh, I think the Mac Jones name is just a complete smokescreen. I think they want that name out there. Uh, just in case there have any doubt that uh, the Jets don't take Zach Wilson, which I'm pretty sure, 99% sure they will, but I think Mac Jones is more of a smokescreen name, if anything. So for Zach Wilson, he is minus 3,000 right now, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is pretty intense. Uh, I, think, I think the right pick here is Lance. Uh, you have Garoppolo, who will probably give you six games healthy and be decent in those games maybe not win them maybe not lose those games necessarily for you uh i think lance is kind of the highest risk high reward quarterback in this first round at least uh so i'd like to see him be the pick but i do think it'll be mac jones uh i don't see why they would smoke screen necessarily at this point considering they already traded up for the pick mm-hmm. and are in position for it uh not sure if I agree with that pick. I think, I think whoever goes there, I think will do very well with the weapons that they have and with the team that's assembled, especially with literally everyone coming back from injury. Like that team was – That team's built to win. That oh, my Lord. And they were they were injured like mm-hmm. no other team really has ever been. Just the hits kept coming for them last year, and they could never really get on their feet. So – I'm going to say Mac Jones. I really, really hope it's Trey Lance, though. Uh, I think that would be a really, really cool fit for him. Uh, Next pick, Atlanta. What are they doing it for? There's been discussions about 
them making the pick, them trading back, and realistically, the draft kind of starts here. Yeah, I totally agree. If I'm Atlanta, I'm taking Kyle Pitts. I want the best player up um, on the board, and I think that's Kyle Pitts. Uh, I just think he's probably the best do-it-all talent that they can grab at this point, and just getting as many weapons as you can is never going to hurt a football team. Matt Ryan's still a legitimate quarterback, so I don't see them necessarily replacing him this year. If the season goes by and they tank again and they have another pretty bad season, I could see them looking in another direction. But I think Matt Ryan's still a safe like play here, and I don't see them going for quarterback at four unless they're absolutely in love with, let's say they're in love with Trey Lance and or Justin Fields or Mac Jones and whichever one of those falls if they don't go to San Francisco, if they're available, I could see them taking that. But I think Kyle Pitts is a great pick here. Uh, I could also see them going Sewell just because maybe they value him as the best player on the board. But I think Kyle Pitts, in my opinion, is probably the best player available at that point, and that's who they're going to go with. Yeah, if I'm Atlanta, I'm looking to trade down from this spot. Uh, that's assuming that Mac Jones goes three at San Francisco. Um, I think – with Justin Fields and Trey Lance still on the board in that situation that teams will be wanting to get them. Um, and I think if you trade down, once you get past like the top four picks, there's not too many QB needy teams. Um, and you could get a first round pick and potentially get a second or third. Um, it's the fourth overall pick. So they're going to get a haul for it. Um, and, since they still have Matt Ryan and pretty solid weapons on offense, um, I think you can get a quarterback like Kellen Mond or Davis Mills in the later round, second or third round maybe, to sit behind Matt Ryan and develop. Um, I mean, he's got a fat contract, and I don't think they're going to just sit him on the bench, and they're not going to be able to trade him. So uh, might as well get kind of a development quarterback and see if that works out while also building up the draft capital because that defense needs a lot of work. And I don't think any defensive guys are worthy of the fourth pick right here. Nope. I, I got to agree there too. I think training back is the right move. If they stay, I feel like Pitts has to be the pick. The issue with Matt Ryan is that contract is massive. There is absolutely no way you're going to get out of that contract. Uh, you kind of got to let it play out. I think that's an easier pill to swallow two years from now or a year from now rather than it is this year because you would potentially be looking at a situation where you have about 40 million or so in cap space split between two quarterbacks with one on your bench and it is very hard to construct a roster with uh with that kind of long-term deal uh I, I would love to see Pitts here I really would um it, it's it's an interesting pick too just because there's a few teams behind them that could look to trade up for a quarterback uh Broncos are an interesting one Panthers have removed themselves from the equation so realistically it would be the Broncos looking to move up the Lions could potentially look to move up for a quarterback or, you know, going further down the draft, you have the Patriots. I don't think they would trade up that far, but they should have suitors for this pick. It could be someone looking to jump Cincinnati to get an offensive lineman or, you know, grab one of those wide receivers. So let's, uh, let's shift the conversation now. Bengals, uh, hot floor is yours here. What should they pick and what do you think they'll pick? Cause I know a lot of the times that is. Different. Yeah. So for my Bengals, I mean, I, I'm torn. I am absolutely torn. If you would have asked me at the end of the season, I would have been Team Sewell the whole way. I've been Team Sewell for the longest time. And then little, like a couple months ago, that little inkling of the whole Jamar Chase uh, getting possibly selected with that fifth pick is very intriguing. As a Cincinnati fan, uh, Cincinnati has always valued a wide receiver. And if there's one consistent thing the Bengals have had over all these losing seasons, it's a great wide receiving core. Uh, the TJ Husmanzada and Chad, I mean, it goes back all these years. They always have two to three good receivers on the team. And with losing A.J. Green, 110 targets, I really think that Jamar Chase will be the pick here. Um and I, I will be ecstatic either way, Team Chase um, or Team Sewell on this one. Uh, I really 
I think there's a lot better value to get a good lineman in the second round as well. So I am okay with us going with uh, Jamar Chase here at five. Uh, how would you feel about Slater? Or how do you feel about the difference between uh, Slater, the tackle from Northwest? Yeah. And Slater, I mean, from what I've heard is that he can play almost all five positions. He's like one of those rare guys. I still feel like because Sewell has been hot, uh, hyped up all this time, I can't see Cincinnati picking Slater over Sewell if that was the case. Um, I would be shocked if that happens. I really think it's about 99% sure we're going Chase right here at five, though. Wow. From what, uh, from what occurred. 99%? Okay, yeah. hot. From what you've heard. It's a hot uh, take. If, if I'm a Bengals fan, I want – I think I want Sewell. We watched what happened with that offensive line. They kind of just got exposed the entire time. I think your wide receiving core is completely fine. Like, if we're talking about wide yeah. receiving core, I think uh, Boyd and uh, – what's his name? T. Higgins. Uh, T. Higgins. I think those two are a phenomenal one-two. They're both young. They're under uh, team-friendly contracts. And I think re- just adding another one, it won't hurt. But I don't think that's necessarily the best way to spend the fifth pick. I think the best way is to uh, just pump up that offensive line and allow Joe Mixon to be like a usable running back because he's got the talent to be a great running back. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have the offensive line to run behind for a great running back. So I think this kind of opens up a whole lot of possibilities on that Bengals offense. And so obviously Chase would be cool. It would be a cool story with Burrow. And I'm sure that's a lot of the reason why he's getting that big look along with him being the best wide receiver on the board more than likely. Uh, But I think Sewell's the smart pick here. And I think it's the pick they should make. Whether they make it or not is something we'll see in a week. Usually the Bengals don't really agree with what I say and what Hot usually says. So. I don't know. We'll see. But if I'm like, like you said, Hop. Either way, I think I'd be happy if I'm a Bengals yeah. fan. Either you get a really exciting like playmaker, or you get something that your team actually needs. So exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, yeah. I will be ecstatic as long as if it's one of those two guys. I guess Slater, I'd still be happy, but a little less happy. But yeah. if it's Jamar Chase or Penesol, I'll be ecstatic. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks. I think. Uh... If unless Pitts doesn't go at four, I think you go him because that's just you can't pass on that at five. But if he's gone, I think there's no way that you can't take a tackle here. Um, like Schultz said, you've already got solid receivers. You got a good running back, and you just look at those pictures of Burrow with that big scar on his knee. And as an Andrew Luck uh, Colts fan. You got to protect the guy because nothing else matters if they're not upright or healthy. So um, I think you got to go tackle here. I agree. I think you go uh, either of those tackles there. I don't think uh, Vera Tucker will get any play here this early. Um, Mm -hmm. But I I do think you got to go tackle. And the nice thing about this draft too, the tackle talent is relatively strong at the top end, but, we, we were talking about this before we started today. Wide receivers, you can get a first-round quality wide receiver in the second round this year. So mm-hmm. you'll have guys at the back end of that first round into the second round when they pick next, uh, which could still be available. You know, there's a shot. Marshall's available, Elijah Moore, Bateman, Atwell, Rondale Moore, Amari Rogers. You could get some very, very high-quality talent at the back end of that first round into the second round just – like last year pretty much with T Higgins. So if the Bengals somehow managed to pull that off on hitting a first and second round pick two consecutive seasons, like the way that they have, it's lined up perfectly for them. Uh, I I would be extremely impressed with them. And that would be, they could be in the conversation on our recap for draft of the year, if they can pull that off. My, and my dream scenario, I think would be Sewell at five Terrence, Terrence Marshall at, in second round, but I do not think Terrence Marshall's making oh, it that far. It's, yeah, but that, that I, would be my I, dream, my dream scenario. But I, I highly doubt that occurs. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, six Dolphins. Uh, I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. We're all going wide receiver here, right? Question, I guess, becomes who is it? So, uh, Kylie, I'll start with you. Who are you picking? 
Yeah, this is a tough spot. Um, if the Bengals don't take Jamar Chase, I think he's clearly number one receiver. However, it comes into the conversation that you got the next two top receivers are Bama guys and the Dolphins quarterback is Tua. Um, so it'll come down to really, I think, if they're going to want to get one of his guys or go for the top receiver. I don't think there's that big of a gap between Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. I think they're all kind of right up there. Um, I mean, it all depends if you give input to your quarterback or not. I think he would prefer probably one of his guys. But if I'm the Dolphins, I'm taking Jamar Chase. I'm going Waddle here. I think two is going to want his guy. And if you want the quarterback that you used all your draft capital on last year to succeed in your system, I think you got to fill with guys that he's comfortable with. And I think you can't really go wrong with any of the three. So why not go with the one, one of the guys that he's most comfortable with Devonte Smith would be another really cool story just because he's the one who caught that game winning touchdown when they're both freshmen. So that would be awesome too. I think Jalen Waddle's probably the more logical uh, choice if we're going between Bama receivers I'm kind of with Kylie I think Chase is probably the most talented but I do agree with him also that the talent isn't like uh, there's in the giant gap so I think if they go waddle they're not going to catch any flack and it makes a lot of sense and I think two is going to want a Bama guy we might be valuing that a little too high but I think that's I think that's the move waddle and Tua had some good chemistry uh, the years that they overlapped so I think there's no reason why you can't keep that going yeah, and a lot of Tua's struggles are his hesitancy to throw the ball. And I think having some similarity there at receiver would help with, like, knowing the timing, knowing, like, when he's open and not open. Because, um, I mean, Tua won games. He looked pretty good. His only downfall last year, I feel like he just held on to the ball too long. So. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that, too. His receiving core was not good last year. Uh Love Devontae Parker wasn't really healthy, truly, for most of the year. And that was it, too. So they go out. They got Gusecki, Aiden? Gusecki's really... good, too. I'm, I'm sorry for sl- for forgetting about Gusecki, too. But that's that's kind of it for them. My dream scenario is they somehow get their hand on Pitts. After this pick, by the way, we cannot mention Kyle Pitts again. Uh, I'm yeah, drawing the line here. That. He will not make it past here. Pitts yeah. is my dream scenario. I think that would be dope. That's not going to happen, though. They'll have to trade up for him. Uh but you go out, you get Will Fuller this offseason. I, I think bringing in Chase would make that. the most sense. Uh, just pretty much bl- blow the doors open. You're going all in. You're seeing who Tua really is. Uh, I think he'll be great there. The line's pretty good as well. So I, I really feel like they, they can't lose here. Uh, and just because I said that, we're probably going to play this clip back sometime next year, and they would have picked the wrong one, perhaps. Uh, we'll, we'll see. But I think Chase would be the would be the right pick here. Well, what do you think a losing pick would be? I like looking just at the guys. I don't know what even would be close <laughs> I don't, to a losing pick. I don't think that they're just looking at it now. I think all three of these receivers are really, yeah. really good. But I, I I don't even think that this circumstance would hurt. Injury bug could bite someone, or yeah. But I wouldn't even count that. That's just unlucky. All right, yeah. So we won't play this clip back then. We're good. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm I, I think <laughs> what I think you alluded to. I think uh, Miami is going to move up to four and grab Pitts, and I think yeah. that's going to be the trade down. Interesting. The, and I, I really think that they'll be Atlanta will be able to get a haul of picks. I think mm-hmm. for that, and I think Kyle Pitts will be the fourth pick. Yep. No matter what, and. I think if they don't go Kyle Pitts, if they don't trade up and go get him, I think uh, Waddle will also be the pick there. I, it's going to be one of those Alabama wide receivers at six if, it, if they don't go up and get Pitts. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, it's it's kind of a it's a can't lose here again for Miami, and you know they got the later first round pick too. Uh, Detroit, uh, <laughs> a lot a lot of holes. Um, they're one of those teams each year that I kind of irrationally fall in love with. I'm like, wow, this team's better than their record, but the record continues to kind of be poor. Uh, so what, what's the answer here in Detroit? Is there an answer? Uh, where do we want to start here? I think you got to go receiver here. Uh, you lose mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones in the offseason. Um, sure, you get Jared Goff, who's a downgrade from Stafford, but – 
you got to at least give him a chance. Um, he's making a lot of money, and I couldn't even name one of their receivers. Quintess Cephas, maybe. You cannot Quintus have him Cephas. as wide receiver one. Um, so I think you go um, – I mean, if the Dolphins take a Bama guy, you got to go Jamar Chase here. That would be a great pick, and I think Goff would love that. So – Started off well and see maybe he just needed out of that big market and see if Motor City Dan Campbell can get the boys non awesome kneecaps. <laughs> that was the wildest Mikey. quote I've heard all, in a long time. Uh, in, in a very long time. <laughs> He's definitely got them excited, which is something that's hard to do for Lions football. Yeah. But – just looking at mock drafts, a lot of people have the Broncos trading up here uh, and taking the best quarterback available. So that's either going to be Trey Lance or Justin Fields, according to our mock draft so far. So I think that's – and if I'm the Lions, I think that's probably where I'd want to be at too, just because you can gather a little bit more draft capital. Because like we've said, Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle, assuming, or, uh, Jamar Chase, assuming two of those three guys are available – can't really go wrong. And looking down the line, uh, more than likely they're not both going to be gone when you trade down to. So why not trade down and then get an extra pick? So I think that's probably what's going to end up happening here. And then we're going to see either Trey Lance or Justin Fields off the board at this point. Just depends on who you'd rather do. I'm assuming that's kind of the plan, but who knows? It's draft day. Maybe they're in love with one of the receivers and they really don't want to take a risk on that guy going, but I think that's probably the most logical situation that's going to occur. Agreed. I, I think wide receivers, there. wide receivers, the move, if they're going to pick here, uh, if not, I think Denver and new England at the very least will be calling to move up to this spot. Uh, potentially you get a bidding war there between the two teams to get whatever quarterback they're after. I suspect it would be fields at this point. Um, so that'll be that'll be very interesting to see where they end up going. I think you go with whichever Bama wide receivers off the board. I don't think uh, I don't think Chase will be there. Uh, so I think priority one trade back. Uh, if you can trade back two spots, great. If you have to settle for the Patriots at fifteen, little worse off. You could trade up if you want to, or you just kind of bite the bullet. You get some of those other first round talent wide receivers. Although there is a drop, um, but if you're gonna stay. Definitely wide receiver here. Yeah, Lions should not overthink this. If if you keep the pick, it's a wide receiver. If not, you're trading back. This is a team to keep an eye on for me. I would not be surprised if the Chargers move up to seven, if Sewell or they move up for Sewell or Slater, though, for an O-lineman to protect Herbert mm-hmm. in this scenario. Something to keep an eye on. I forgot about the – so that tackle conversation, I want to play around with that too. Uh, that is another – those to me, those are the only two kind of contested positions that people would trade up for mm-hmm. into the top ten because Carolina at eight, that offers a nice little segue there. Carolina at eight's probably going tackle. Yep. It's kind of a – that's they why have, they would need to move up yep, to seven right Exactly. Yeah. So someone would have to jump Carolina to get whatever that remaining tackle is unless – you know, they really have a high grade on Vera Tucker as well. Um, the, the mock draft I'm looking at now has, if Carolina stays at eight, uh, taking Slater. Yep. Line. Yeah, so it's it's an interesting one, too. I think that pick seven will be very contested. Uh, I think pick four, pick seven. Cincinnati's just kind of chilling between everyone. Uh, they're probably staying put there. Uh, but those two picks right there should be the most contentious picks in the draft at this point. Um, six. I don't. I don't really see it. So I guess like, let's move on to the Panthers then. Uh, what are we thinking here, lineman? Yeah, I mean Jack took the thunder right there with uh, yeah. Slater with all Jacks. <laughs> let's all go. The there we go. <laughs> I'm all but, in, baby. I mean, if if Sewell's gone, I think it's Slater, and if yep. Sewell's there, it's Sewell. Yep. Because I think the other is Christian I, McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah. So why not get him? I think we're all in agreement that it's yeah. going to yeah. be a tackle. I think we can move on yeah. Yeah. that one because it's it, it's probably the most obvious pick besides the top two. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Team doesn't uh, 
I, I like their defense a lot, yeah, by the way. Their with what they, with what they had, Jeremy Chin was an absolute animal. Mm-hmm. We have to shout him out. Uh shout but it was uh yes, sir. it was impressive to see how they uh I I'm pretty sure last year they spent all their picks on defense, right? Yeah, like, sounds right. Every single <laughs> yeah. I don't I, they did no, not so use a single right. offensive pick. Um yeah. So, so it's probably going to be all offense this year. I would, <laughs> I would think so, yeah, because yeah, you don't really need, you don't need much on the, uh, on the defensive end there. All right, moving on. Uh, number nine, you have uh, Denver. Just make sure that's right. Yep. Uh, Denver at nine. Quarterback, wide receiver, what's, uh, what are the Broncos looking to do here? If I'm Denver here, I'm taking Trey Lance, and I'm creating a quarterback battle between Drew Locke and Trey Lance. I don't think Trey Lance is necessarily ready yet. I think he's kind of a project. And I think Drew Locke's had some injuries that they haven't necessarily seen the full potential. And they finally got him some weapons. So I think having that kind of fire behind him where you draft a guy top 10 and you see kind of if he's ready yet or if he – and then if Drew Locke works out, I'm sure people will be calling for Trey Lance, um, and you can get capital out of that. So I think that's a good pick, and it'll spark the quarterback play no matter who wins that battle. Um, having that constant guy that could replace you uh, usually makes you play a lot better, and if not, then you weren't meant to be there anyways. I think if Denver trades up here, they're going quarterback, and if they stay put, I think they might be going, uh, like, cornerback. Uh, I could see them taking Sertan or Horn here. But I, I agree with you, Kylie. I think Trey Lance is probably the best pick for them if they want Because offensively, they're fine uh, besides quarterback. Because they have Cortland Sutton, who's a great player. They have Jerry Judy. And then they have Tim Patrick, who definitely showed flashes during the season when the other two were KJ injured. Hamler. Yeah, don't forget yeah. KJ Hamler. That dude is well, a I did, so get fucked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I think they have plenty of talent. So, it's just about who's going to be able to get the ball to that talent. And if they don't think Drew Locke's the guy, then I think they need to look Trey Lance here. Uh, yeah. What do you what do you think, Aiden? I want to hear. Yeah, your, so, actually, hot. You were about to talk. Yeah, hot. You, you I hot, you go. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. If Denver's lucky enough for a quarterback to fall into their lap at nine, I think that will be the pick. Whether that's Justin Fields, Mac Jones, or Trey Lance, I think mm-hmm. you take that guy right there. If not, then I think we might see the first defensive player off the board. Whether that be a corner or if that's maybe Micah Parsons. Maybe I think if whoever's highest on that board on the defensive side, I I wouldn't be surprised if that's the pick either. I can agree with that. Uh, I think the only quarterback I would really consider taking here, or the only two, Trey Lance and Justin Fields. I don't think Mac Jones offers the ceiling that. Not to say Mac Jones can't end up being the best quarterback in this draft, but I don't think Mac Jones would give them necessarily what they need. I think they're He's looking too similar up, to Drew Locke. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think they're yeah. looking they're looking above that. They're looking for that superstar type talent. Um they have weapons on the offensive end. I think Micah Parsons would be a really good pick here, assuming that Lance or if they value Fields, you know, if they say they value Mac Jones, I kind of disagree with them picking Jones here. But uh if they want to do that, so be it. But if Fields or Lance are on the board, I would I would go them. If not, Micah Parsons is who I'm uh, going with here. Nine's, it's it's a weird pick, once again, uh, where there's like a proxy need for them at quarterback, but there aren't really glaring holes necessarily. They aren't a good team, don't get me wrong. But <laughs> it's not like there isn't a need that like stands out at nine that's like, oh man, if this guy falls to them, they'll be set, you know, if this tackle, this wide receiver, like that doesn't really exist for them like it might for other teams, like for some of these other teams coming up. Speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, number 10, which which direction are they going to go? Kyle Pitts is obviously off the board at this point. I think we've pretty well established (laughs) that at the moment. Uh, Really, I think we would mock him, honestly, to everyone. Uh, But (laughs) Dallas, Dallas here at 10, where – are, are they staying? Are they moving? What, what's the move for them? 
They are uh-huh. going cornerback. I think they are going to pick a corner, whether that's Sertan or if that's Horn. Uh, they lost a Wouzier to the Bengals in the offseason. It was a horrendous defense. Uh, they need to get better on the defensive side of the ball. So, But I think corner will be the pick. Yeah, I think it's going to be Sertan also. Uh, you line him back up with his uh, partner at Bama and Trevon Diggs. Forgot about that. Um, I personally have J.C. Horn as the number one corner, but I think Sertan makes more sense to the Cowboys. And he kind of – I mean, we saw what Trevon Diggs and him did at Bama. I think um, it makes – too much sense and I know they've been sending out stuff and through reporters that they love Sertan so I think it makes a lot of sense here is Diggs their cornerback one that's uh, really impressive if that's yeah because yeah, um they have a nickel but that's not is, cornerback like, that's one. crazy but like good for him uh I like Sertan here I could also see them trading back uh, if somebody wants to come up, because right now, if we do our consensus, there's still one quarterback left on the board, right? Yeah. Could be, so yeah. you could see, you could see maybe I don't know the Patriots, the Patriots trading up uh, to snag him, just because if I'm the Patriots, I might be leery of uh, I don't know, like who else would even trade the up? Eagles. The Raiders, the Eagles, the I don't think. With the Vikings, uh, mean, uh, for the football a, for team, a quarterback specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I'd, this is a trade yeah. tradable spot. The Bears, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't see. I don't see Chicago doing it. Uh, I could see New England definitely right off the bat. Uh, football team potentially. Uh, did the did the does the football team have enough assets to trade though? To, they they probably they probably could. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know how much it would really – I don't know how many people are going to be bidding for that pick necessarily, yeah, you know. Um, yeah. 19 to 10, I that probably costs like a future first and a maybe this year's second or a extra third mm-hmm. or something along those lines. So I don't have the value chart up right now. Um, I could yeah. see that being trade bait though. So I think if they don't move, they're going Sertan here. And if they do move – I don't, then it's going to be a quarterback off the board. I'd assume that's the only thing you'd really trade up for. I guess you could also, uh, going with Hot's uh, mindset, you could see the Chargers trading up here too to take Slater because the Giants are that next pick. And I kind of steal – I guess we can kind of segue here. But yeah. I think the Giants are either going to be going uh, offensive line or wide receiver. And if I'm the Giants, I'm going offensive line here. So I could see maybe the Chargers trading up to this pick too. Because if that's the case, then you kind of assume that uh, at 12, um, if you're the Cowboys at 12, you're probably going to get – or 13, sorry. At 13, you're probably going to still be able to get that cornerback that you want uh, if you're giving up 10 to the Chargers. But what do you guys think? I guess I kind of just moved on to the I Giants. Also, I think the Vikings could also trade up for that pick um, for an O-lineman as well. Yeah. Uh, I know talking to our good friend Jack Becker, he really wants an O-lineman. And I can't complain with him. They Riley Reef left them in the offseason. And probably their best O-lineman on a shitty O-line. Yeah. So, Very uh, bad line. Very so bad line. I could definitely see them uh, moving up also for that pick if they really fall in love with the tackle. Yeah, yeah I, I can uh, I can agree with that. Uh, Howna, did you want to tag in here? I'm a I'm a big fan of the uh, the Slim Reaper, Devonte Smith. Um, I'd be very happy. I'm a hype beast. I love Devonte Smith. I think he's a beast. <laughs> you're a good player. You're a good player. So si- I don't think size matters. If you're good. You're good. And given Daniel Jones, him with Galladay, okay. Slayton, and uh, Sterling Shepard. I think that'd be a pretty sick receiving core. <laughs> so I'd like to see that. I happen. thought you were mocking him. Yeah, to I the, thought he was about to say to the Cowboys. Cowboys. And I was, <laughs> to, <laughs> no, I was about no, to walk no. over and slap yeah. you in the face. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, it still might because, like, he's mocked there at some point. But, like, those guys you just mentioned are all pretty yeah. good receivers as well. They like, do yeah, not Slayton, need I think Slayton, 
but Slayton's for some reason dog. people are mocking like i could see that but like just maybe like the number one they probably have like a bunch of twos mm-hmm. assuming but like i i think that's a reach i think you take slater here if he's available assuming slater nobody trades off baby or uh for the giants yeah we're, we moved on to the giants yeah so i think uh dallas certain or trade for me uh, for the Giants specifically, I, I do like Devontae Smith here a lot. Um, really? Like, yeah, just AIDS because knows all, yeah, bro. There, AIDS <laughs> knows all. There aren't – I feel like a lot of their issues last year were due to a lack of receiving threats and potentially quarterback play. So you look to appease that with increasing the uh, weapons that you have for your receiver, right? So you've got uh, – You've got Saquon coming back this year at some point. You added those receivers in the offseason. If you add one more here, that would be pretty dangerous, honestly. Um, what do you I, think I, about his weight, AIDS? What do you think about his weight? Concerning. What do you think about De- his size? Definitely. I, I think it's concerning. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there are ways you can mask that. Uh, I'm just confused having. why you need another wide receiver when you have Kenny yeah. Galladay, Sterling Shepard, and Darius Slayton. You can, like, they just spent the money on right. Galladay. Why they would they waste mm-hmm. draft capital on You can Like, obviously, can, he's injured a little bit. You can but. never have too many weapons is one thing. And then also, there isn't necessarily another need here that would have to be met. Their tackles were decent last year. Uh, interior line was a little bit more of a concern. Um Unless you'd really like Vera Tucker, but I think they will go for that flashy pick. You know, maybe I know it's Gettleman. Gettleman never trades back. If there were ever a year for him to trade back, this would probably be the year. Um, If you want to address one of those very specific needs that'll be available, like an interior lineman, or you know, maybe you're looking on the defensive end of things. But uh, I I I really like the Devontae Smith fit here. Uh, I think giving giving him a weapon to see if you know. Is he the real deal before potentially moving on next year from Daniel Jones? I think would be huge. I think you got to go Slater or yeah. Vera Tucker here. Um, you got Andrew Thomas last year who had a pretty decent year. And Slater and Vera Tucker both can play guard. I think Vera Tucker actually is going to be a guard. I think Slater could play tackle depending on which team takes him. But I really think. Bear Tucker is a guard. Um, but I think, you know, you've got all those weapons at receiver. You've got Daniel Jones. you got Saquon. Um, the defense was surprisingly decent last year. I think you both continue to bolster up that O-line, protect Daniel Jones and Saquon. Um, I think that clearly the weapons are there. Um, I'm big on Darius Slayton. I'm a little bit biased because he went to Auburn, but – He's really good. Sterling Shepard's a slot, and then you get Galladay on the other outside. Um, I don't think you really need to waste a pick on a receiver here. I I wouldn't be I also wouldn't be surprised if they went edge for some reason. I feel like they would make a some sort of weird pick with this one for some reason and like go like quitty pay or something right here. I totally thought you were going to say stupid pick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say totally quitty pay is also like the only edge name that I would say is kind of worthy of going that early. It's a weird year for edge. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, the, usually you see edge like top five. Top five. Yeah. yeah. What is, uh, but this year, not a, do they need an edge though? Is Dexter I Lawrence bad? Know. Did he have a bad season? He's not edge. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. What I wouldn't is he? Oh, he's DM. Yeah, well, he's DM. He, what do they? They do a three-four. I have their depth chart up. So Leonard did Williams. They, okay. Yeah. yeah. And Leonard was good too. Yeah. Uh, Leonard was really, really good for them. It. They could they Blake Martinez. That's what the fuck they should do. Yeah. yeah. Um, Parsons. So yeah, that's our first real disagreement with pick. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah, no, took, I think uh, it's. I think it's offensive 11. line. All right. There we go. Uh, because 12. you guys said stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles at uh, Eagles at 12. Uh, and the way this is going to work, too, by the way, uh, for those listening, we're going to pretty much make it up to the Cardinals pick, and then we'll start jumping around to different picks, and we'll wrap it up with prop bets here uh, after that. Uh, now that that intermission's over, Eagles at 12, what are they doing? They're taking Devontae Smith if he's available. Um, and – Judging off of my mock draft so far, he's available. So I'm assuming they're taking him. 
Uh, they've been trying to draft a wide receiver for like three years now, and it's just failed every year. <laughs> so why not try again, even higher up in the draft? But I think this is like, if you want to talk about like the Tua strategy, Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts also played together. Uh, so I think this might be another pick that could be around that same type of logic. I think Devontae Smith is the smart pick here. Uh, they don't have a whole lot of weapons at wide receiver, unless I'm really forgetting somebody, which I don't think I am. But I think Devontae Smith's the pick they should take. Um, if they're not going to do that, maybe Micah Parsons. But I think Devontae Smith's the pick because he's cool. I think that's yeah. pretty consensus here. Or, not, or I am think, I completely wrong? I yeah, think, CBS uh, has like half and half, which is kind of weird. I, they also have JC Horn. I really think that they could trade down. Um, I think they're looking to take a receiver, but – I don't know if Devonta Smith's the answer here. You got Jalen Rager last year, and I don't know if having two small receivers would be mm-hmm. That's a good point. would make a lot of sense. You could trade down and get a big guy like Terrence Marshall or um, Wow, I'm yeah, no, the the other ones are like small receivers except Terrence Marshall. So I would personally trade down for him, but. Um, he's kind of in that weird range where he could go anywhere from 20 to middle of the second round. So that'll be a interesting pick. Um, I mean, I don't think they really need corner. They got Darius Slay. Um, this could be Parsons or, uh, I personally think, uh, Awuso Karamo. I yep. don't even know how to say his name. Close I, enough. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I personally yeah. value him more than Parsons. I think he's kind of a do-it-all. He's got the coverage. He sideline to sideline like Devin White. Is that um, because he played in Indiana school? You value him more? No, I do not like Notre Dame <laughs> at all. <laughs> I think the way that defenses are changing and getting more modern, he's a more modern pick than Parsons, so that's just what I, I think. I, I think order of priority for them, uh, wide receiver, I think if Devontae Smith is there, you take him. Not nec- I mean, you would have preferred one of the other guys, but if he's available, he is too good to not take. Uh, same can go with Micah Parsons. And then after that, I'm going to say going cornerback. Uh, unless you really, really value uh, mm-hmm. the Notre Dame linebacker, I, I think you're going horn here. Uh, I'm assuming Cern's off the board at this point. Just to bolster that secondary a little bit, you have to get a wide receiver, though, at some point or another, uh, or else Philadelphia is going to actually implode. Uh, Hopefully one of those larger body guys. And the nice thing about this draft, too, is with the wide receiver talent, there is a possibility that you'll see someone someone fall back there. Uh, Anything else to the Eagles before we move on? Yeah, I think I think this has to be wide receiver. Even if they say they could even trade back up, I think if say Jamar Chase slips or if Jalen Waddle slips, one of the if the one of those two slips for some reason, I could see them trading right back in to, to scooping one of those up. Uh, if that they're gonna, I think they're gonna end up settling for a wide receiver though. Yeah. Uh, I don't hate definitely. that, the logic of trade down and get Marshall or, like, uh, any of his big guys. I'm yeah. pretty sure Bateman is a big guy. Are we – like, Bateman, are you yeah, no, no, he, that he's yeah, not? Yeah, no, he's like, Why did Kylie – He's, like, yeah. six at uh, – a generous six. Yeah. He's There's, like he – he he's, he's like – I saw something that he shrunk, like, every year from, like, his <laughs> freshman year. His, it just goes down an inch. Mm. And then he measured, and he did not measure well for his – Pro day. That's too bad. I always just assumed he was big. Yeah, it's uh not a good year to need big body wide receiver. Yeah, uh, if apparently. You want a tight end? Absolutely. Like you got. <laughs> if you want Kyle got, Pitts, if yeah, Kyle if Pitts is Kyle available, Pitt, this if is the Kyle pick. Pitts is available at number uh, <laughs> uh, number twelve here, uh, number thirteen. Correct me if I'm wrong. We're all going offensive line oh, here for yeah, the Chargers, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so, Jack Justin so, Herbert at all costs. Yeah, so some Jack's some gone. of the names uh, you can <laughs> some of the names you can talk here. Uh, Slater's probably gone. You got Darisaw there. 
Uh, you got very. I think Darius also the pick if that's, yeah if they stay thirteen. Yeah. I think it's gonna be Darius. Yeah, I, I think if yeah. assuming no one jumps them for alignment, yeah. Darius I think is kind of a that one's penciled in. Uh, fourteen here, uh, Vikings. Once again, uh, probably lineman, take... but this this one's a little more interesting though. It's yeah. not as clear cut. I, I can see choose. edge too. Yes, yes, that's what I was gonna say, Schultz. Yeah, maybe a Vikings have a lot of they have a lot of like holes in their team, yeah. but I maybe think... a Micah Parsons if he slips. I don't yeah. know if they need Micah Parsons, do they? Yeah. As much think... as they need an edge guy. Yeah. Just, I'm. Whoever they take is probably not going to scare me that much. Nah. That was really cocky, but <laughs> I like. I don't think any of those players, like any of the players that they're probably going to take, are going to put them over the top in the division, which is kind of disappointing. Like when you're the Vikings, who honestly have a pretty solid roster, they have a decent amount enough talent on that roster where they should be like a good team. And the fact that they're drafting as high as they are, they should be able to find a guy that makes that difference. Uh, so I guess if you want to find that one guy, an edge I think is probably the best way to find that guy that's going to make a difference next season. So it just depends on who they value the most. I don't really know the edge guys all that well. I I know I watched Pay play because yep. he, was, he was at Michigan, so Big Ten football. But I, I'm not – the other guy that I see them – or I see listed is Phillips, Jalen Phillips, and I have no idea yeah, anything so about it's, Jalen Phillips. It's Pay Phillips and Gregory Russo uh, as the – three names yeah. really uh, being discussed here. For, uh, so, for I, I, whatever one they they think is probably the best, I think that's yeah. who they take. Yep. Uh, I could see them going pay just from the Big Ten bias, um, scouting-wise. But who knows? Not me. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. I think the other name you look here is uh, Vera Tucker. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because he can, if he is still available here, he can bounce around the line, uh, fill pretty much any need and if you could clone him five times, they'd have an above-average line. But he he won't fix their line issues, but he sure will help with his uh, versatility. Uh, if he's not there, or you value pay higher than that, you're uh, you're going pay here. I don't I don't think they're in a position to be able to go BPA with because uh, they do have some glaring holes on that roster. Kind of different from uh, from some of the other teams that they could very well address here. And on top of that, too the value that they would be using these picks on actually lines up with the value of the players here in the middle of the draft too, which is a uh, pretty cool how that ended up working out. Anything else on uh, Minnesota for uh, moving on to 15? I just looked at their depth chart. I think they need it. They need edge. I've decided. They need, they need a lot. I think, I think they need edge. That's a real on edge, which is presumably uh quitty pay uh, 15 Patriots. I'm of the belief that they're not going to pick here. They're probably going to pick sooner. Uh, I'm team quarterback here. I think Mac Jones and Justin Fields, pretty much they can pick whoever they want in the first round quarterback-wise, and I would love it for them. Uh, What what about you guys? I'm on the same page as you, Aiden. I think they're going to move up for a quarterback. I don't know who that quarterback will be, but – I don't see them jumping like to four, but I see them settling for the last or like uh, whoever of those five, the one of those two that don't get selected in the top three. Here's a here's another Patriots question before we get picks. Uh, will Stephon Gilmore be on the Patriots roster by the end of the draft? So I think trade them. I don't yeah. like. I don't know how much they can get for Stephon Gilmore. Isn't he? Getting up there in age, he's not the youngest dude. Yeah, he's, uh, he's thirty. Yeah, thirty. That's kind of when you see the decline in yeah. cornerbacks. I think his contract's uh, coming up here too, but I know there's been a lot of discussions with him. Uh, yeah, and I've, I've read that too, and I just I haven't gotten it. I mean, they want to him to Green Bay like peanuts. I'm down, but yeah, I don't really see them trading him. I don't see what team would. Are you saying like they trade up with? No, no, no. I, 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 don't, I, I don't think Gilmore would help them in a trade-up okay, scenario. Uh, I'm, I'm talking general, more so like a, picks. maybe a day two pick yeah. or a combo of a day two and a day three. I think Stefan Gilmore is more valuable this season than any of the guys that they're going to pick up for the next like two or three seasons. That's just my belief because yep. he's still one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. Fair. 
Fair. Uh, but right. it's Bill I, Belichick, and he does not give yeah. a fuck. It's so. it's crazy. Him and his dog just always always making deals. Uh, all right, back to the Pats pick here. Uh, we talk it's quarterback. quarterback. Anyone else? Uh, yeah. Want to jump in on that, or just kind of uh, done with that? The main thing for me is: do they stay there? Or do they move up? Yep. Like, do they think yeah. they're going to be able to get somebody, or do they like like Justin Fields or Trey Lance more than mm-hmm. like just having um, to like pick whoever they whoever's last? I personally think that Trey Lance would make a lot of sense here. You got Cam Newton and the Patriots. Kind of, you saw them with Garoppolo, the D two like developmental guy. Um, I think Trey Lance has a lot of the the build and the skills to be a solid franchise quarterback. I think he just needs to be put in the right situation and be built up the right way. And I think that New England would do that perfectly. So with the let, – let's say New England's at this pick and they can't get a quarterback. They're forced to stay here as well. Where, where are they? Uh, where, where are they going here? Well, that's a disaster. They're kind of screwed. That's the case. Mm-hmm. I uh, is Horn available? Horn could be available. I think corner though would. Uh, I'm leaning corner as well there. Uh, just if if that doomsday scenario ends up hitting for me, they could Horn also could like if Vera Tucker's there, they might as like I could see them just taking that because yeah. they love drafting offensive linemen. It's or just, like, Bill Belichick's like, you know what? Let's just get out of the first round. Mm-hmm. And they get out of the first round, like, every other year. Best available prospect if you don't. Yeah. yeah. If you keep I, it. Yeah, or... I, I, think that's, uh, I think that's pretty safe, too. All right, 16. This will be the last pick that we're going to cover in order, and then we'll jump around, touch on maybe two teams, and then close out with some prop bets. Uh, Arizona, where, uh, you know, they've made a ton of acquisitions this offseason. Uh, last offseason was a big one, too. They're really looking to go all in here. So what what's the move for them? I, I feel pretty comfy about them staying put here, at least. I don't see yeah. them really mm-hmm. trading up for anyone in particular. I don't, I don't think it would fit their needs. I think you need a cornerback here. There's a glaring hole there. Um, you lose – Patrick Peterson, um, they really don't have anyone except a slot corner with Byron Murphy, who's really not that great. Um, I like J.C. Horn here if he's still available. If not, uh, Caleb Farley is a solid big corner on the outside. Um, And since they bolstered up that pass rush with J.J. Watt, I mean, you don't need to have great corners, but – I think having a big body um, with Farley or having that elite J.C. Horn, I think that would be a really good value pick at 16. Didn't they get – they have Malcolm Butler now too, right? Yeah. He's washed. I, I, I think know, like I, I, I think they need to go corner here. I really I, feel as if that's the that's the pick there. If not, it's – I'd say it's corner or BPA if one of the – three first round type corners is available you pick them uh if not you're going bpa i don't know who would necessarily trade up with them but uh they could end up getting stuck here it'll be very interesting to see how the draft ends up playing out from their uh from their perspective they can do whatever i don't don't have whatever the hell they want yeah 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 i mean i i really they could go in a whole bunch of different ways, I feel like. I mean, I I think maybe the corner could be the safe pick. So, like, maybe pick Farley here, but they can do whatever they want. Uh, I think they're going to be contending this year. Yep. They better be. I mean, shoot, you give up all that draft capital for DeAndre Hopkins. and uh, Kind of reminds you of the Buccaneers <laughs> a little bit of last think, uh, year. I don't think anyone caught that. Uh, they gave up a second-round pick for DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, you're not wrong. Uh, I do like a lot of the acquisitions that they uh, that they made this past offseason. Offseason before, not so much, but that's for my own personal reasons. Uh, so this will conclude our individual pick coverage for 1 through 16. Uh, we're going to bounce around uh, at least three other teams. We might throw in a fourth and then uh, close it out with some prop bets. Uh, starting off with the Bears, unfortunately. Uh, well, we, we can just do position here. Uh, don't really need much of an explanation. 
unless you guys feel uh, the need to give one. Bears, where are they going at a uh, pick 20 there? What what position do they need? Uh, fire Ryan Pace. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, have someone else make the pick. I, I mean, he's been hor- horrific. Absolutely horrific. I mean, if he doesn't yeah. hit on this, I mean, he, he's done. Uh, they don't win this year, they're done. I mean, he's been terrible. I'm not going to disagree with that. I, yeah. No lies here. No lies were spoken here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where they go. Wide receiver. Uh, receiver. Think, yeah, wide receiver would make sense. I don't know who they grab. Um, yeah, I think that, wide receiver is probably the best. They'd be in that like second tier of wide receivers like, there. I say second tier. They could use a cornerback, though, too, because Kyle Fuller's gone. They kind of need to replace that position. Yeah. I don't know if there's going to be somebody that's worth it there. Like if Farley's there and then uh, Newsom from Northwestern, those would be the yeah. two yeah. that I could see maybe going there. But I, it's the Bears. They're not going to win. It's not, it's not a fun yeah. spot. <laughs> it is not a fun spot to be in. Uh, I'm just going to cut off the Bears discussion right there. On to the hometown Did. team, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Kylie, I'll let you uh, head this one. You probably know more than a. I feel like I probably know second most about Colts needs since I watched at least two of their games a year. But uh, where are they going here? What do you, what do you want to see? Uh, and where do you think they're going? We really need a tackle and some edge help, but I really don't think at twenty one there's going to be a value there. Um, I really don't like any of the edge guys in this draft. I wish they would have made a move in the offseason. But unless one of Darisaw or um, one of those guys drops. I mean, I also like Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. He's a solid tackle. I think we've kind of been linked to him a lot at 21 because he's kind of that next-level tackle. Um, But knowing – uh, Ballard, he'll probably trade out of this pick and get a couple second-round picks and take a tackle there like Sam Cosme or um, or if Tevin Jenkins falls down there. I think that they're all kind of in that same value and taking one at 21. I know Ballard would definitely value t- getting an extra pick rather than kind of taking one of those guys a little earlier. Yeah, I can uh, I can agree with that. I think tackle if one falls, you snag him. Uh, if not, I'm gonna say Jalen Phillips or Gregory Russo. Assuming Quiddy pays off the board, uh, I would say Phillips is the higher boomer bust here. And with the Colts position that they're in, they can absolutely afford to take a chance on one of those picks. Uh, I think that would be better than reaching for a tackle just because you're getting a potential absolute stud at the end in a division that currently does not have the best offensive lines in it uh, that will pay short-term dividends as well as potentially long-term ones too. Uh, that Colts defense is good. Always has been. Or, nah, that, ain't, mm. that ain't even true. Hasn't nah, always been recently. good, but recent memory though, that defense has been extremely good. I, If you can look to improve that somehow here, I think that would be a really, really good fit, but I'm going, uh, I'm going one of those Miami edge guys. If, uh, assuming they're yeah. available. I agree with you. Aiden. Phillips scares me a you. lot with his injuries. There's a lot there. There is a lot of, yeah. it, it's, it's very a giant question mark. Yeah. Probably I mean, the, the talents there. Yeah. is just, it's, it's a huge, knows. huge risk. Um, all right, next one. Schultz over to you Packers. Uh, yeah, so I think the obvious pick here is probably Davis Mills. And if we don't get him, I think we should trade up for <laughs> Kellen Mond. Uh, as long as we trade up four picks, we should probably be good. Uh, we need to waste at least a little bit of draft capital. I think if we get above the Jaguars, because I think they're going to take a second quarterback here, and get above them, we're probably good. Uh, but actually, I'd – I want a wide receiver, and I would be really, really happy with Terrence Marshall or Terrace. Is it Terrace? I don't Terrence. know. That's what I. 
I think it's – but I want Marshall from LSU. I think if he's yeah. on the board, that's who I want. If not, any of those slot guys will be fine. Kind of love Rondell Moore just because of the Big Ten bias again. Uh, I could see us taking him or maybe Elijah Moore, any of those guys. I like – any slot guy would be great, but I I think we need a bigger body, and I think uh, Marshall is definitely the best uh, route that we could go if he's available. But – we need a wide receiver because I don't like we've been saying there's not a lot of edge and corners. There's not really any other obvious first round corners. So I don't really want to waste a pick on a project for in the first round. We can get that in a later round. So I think wide receiver is the must go to for this. Or like I said, Davis Mills is always another option. And I think uh, out into your Davis Mills point, I think pissing off Aaron Rodgers has shown success. He won MVP last year. Let's see how much higher he can go, the more frustrated he gets. Um, exactly. It's Green Bay's in a good spot, though, because a lot of those wide receivers, I think Rondale Moore uh, this is going to be an absolute flaming take. Or not Rondale, Elijah Moore, I think, has a chance to be the best wide receiver in this draft. Yeah, uh, I agree. Something I about Elijah Moore. I irrationally like those all Miss wide receivers. I not was, even irrational. They're just all good. Well, I mean, now now they're good, <laughs> but I'm saying like AJ Moore. I like to or AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Jeez, it's it's been a long podcast. We're at about an hour right now. Please forgive me. Um, AJ Brown out of college. Absolutely loved him. Uh, one of my best friends went to Ole Miss too, so I'm sure that played into it. But it's just something about those guys. They they know how to. Re, in recent memory, they have just absolutely produced. So it's. You, I think you'll probably see one of those late wide receivers here, uh, and I'd be pretty happy about that. Do you think there's a shot to go inside linebacker here if uh, one of the uh, – mm-hmm. I, I don't think uh, – I don't think so. I, I, I don't I, think they'll get I a honestly like who we have. Like Chris Chris Barnes and uh, Kamal Martin both showed glimpses. They were both injured like all the time. But I, I like them both last year, and I think we picked somebody up. But I, I'm not – the big if we would have drafted Patrick fucking Queen last year then yeah. we wouldn't even have this conversation. But mm-hmm. uh I, I think we need to go uh wide receiver here. We just need to give Aaron one more playmaker yep. and we're good to go. Gotta be wide receiver. Yeah. We d- we didn't pick up a, a tied summers is our fucking right. So last uh la- last individual team here before uh breaking it off into prop bets and then wrapping it up. Uh the Buccaneers, I called them the Patriots on accident. Please forgive me. Uh, Tom, Tom Brady's. Brady's there. Tom Brady's running the show once again. Uh, what direction do you all think that the Bucks could be looking here? I really – I mean, they got every single starter back from last year. They don't have any holes. I would potentially take a Kellen Mond or Davis Mills here. Um, let him sit behind Brady while he's still there, let him develop. I think both of those guys have the potential to be put in the right situation and have success. I've never really liked Kellen Mond until I started doing more research for the draft and watching more tape. I just can't do his throwing motion, but I mean, he's been good. A&M's been solid every year that he's been there. Um, I think he's got a lot of upside. I, Him and Lance, like, they're not valued the same, but I think they're going to be very similar in their career paths. You're, take it, you're saying quarterback first round? Like, yeah. It, kill it, that, they don't, I mean, they don't need anything. Look at that roster. What do yeah, they need? I, they're loaded I, I at think, every position. They're so good. I, I, I think wanna... they – I think they'll go tackle or something. You can never have enough good offensive linemen. I, I think you can. I think that's the way they'll go. But I mean, yeah, they they, they don't need anything. They brought every one of their starters back. So that's uh, true. I'm fine with offensive linemen too. I could also see them going to Sante Samuel Jr. if he's out there. Link him back up with Tom, or link his son back up with yeah, Tom. That would be crazy. Uh. I'd love to see quarterback here. I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, I think the most su- I think the most Super Bowl winning pick though would be drafting that extra tackle. Uh, you could start dipping into those second round guys. There won't necessarily be the pressure to play from day one. Uh, Leatherwood could be uh, could be joining the best one. Super Bowl uh, team. There was one other too uh, besides Leatherwood. Let me 
Tevin Jenkins, if he's available there, uh, could also be. Cosme. Yeah, there's there's plenty of options that they could go there. There oh. isn't an immediate hole. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're gonna wrap it up here with uh, some prop bets. Let's uh, let's go around. Give us one prop bet or give us one prediction here that you guys think will uh, think will hold true here. Uh, Justin Fields uh, at three. Justin, Justin Fields at three. three. There we Justin go. That's Fields one. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go next. So this is just based off of DraftKings. Uh, over under four and a half receivers drafted in the first round. I think that's an easy over. And I got it at minus one thirty. It's at minus two forty now. Suckers. So I think that's pretty. <laughs> I I'd be shocked if there aren't five off the board. The Packers need one, and that's the fourth right there. And I'm sure there's one more. Kylie, over to you. Um. I think Rashawn Slater over ten and a half draft position at plus one thirty is a good value pick. I think the top ten is just going to be so skewed with quarterbacks and receivers going early that um, Rashawn Slater will be outside the top ten, and you're getting more than what you throw on it. So, uh, I'm gonna say. No running backs drafted in the first round. Mm. I don't know how much of a hot take that is. I think you're good. I think the only two you consider are ETN and uh, Najee Harris. I think Najee is better than ETN. I love Uh, Najee Harris. Not to say ETN's bad. I think they're both going to be phenomenal in the NFL, but as good as they are, running backs are not worth first round picks. I'm of that belief. Uh, I really really signing them for $40 million. I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) I also like paying David Johnson too. Uh, that's that's pretty fun as well. Uh, thank you, Bill O'Brien. But uh, yeah, I, I think no running backs this year. I also really really like the receiver over there as well. Um, I think those can be very valuable ones. I don't see really any more than five quarterbacks in day one either. Uh, I, I wouldn't be. Surprised to see Etn go uh, that first pick of the second round to the Jags team up with yep. uh, yeah. Trevor. I can agree with that too. I think you'll you'll get a ton of guys at least interested in that second round, but I don't think having that fifth year of contract control for a running back, I don't think it's nearly as valuable as some of those other more premium positions. I think the only potential team that would take Najee Harris is the Steelers in the first mm-hmm. round. Yes. I I can uh I can get on board with that too. That's I think that's the only team that could actually draft a running back in the first round that would yeah, makes so they don't really sense. have too many other holes. And are you gonna throw Benny Snell out there as RB one? No, Benny Snell is not good. <laughs> Please, no. Shout out Garrett. Shout out Garrett. <laughs> yeah. So that uh that concludes our first ever mock draft episode. Uh, thank you, Hallinan, for uh, your contributions here. I got you, boys. Uh, <laughs> MVP here, but uh yeah. So this will probably end up being a two parter. We'll, uh, we'll see what it ends up being, but uh, we'll have some sort of draft recap after the draft. So uh, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, uh, send in suggestions for content, and we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.